Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where and when you are listening to this. You are tuned into Table Talk with Rookie's family, and we are having a, uh, what are we having? It's this kind of a, a makeshift podcast here. Uh, the table is full, and if you did not know already from certain social media, the uh, auto show was canceled, so we were not allowed to go and do our podcast. Um, so we're back at our own kitchen table where it's all started October of uh, 2017. Whoa. And uh, we're back at the same table. We've got some special guests here. Uh, the entire family is here. Uh, Matthew is here from um, uh, Boston, fresh home from Puerto Vallarta. Indeed. Uh, Haley is also here. She is uh, slightly tanned and fresh from uh, Puerto Vallarta. Welcome. Hello. And Welcome. then also we have uh, all family members are here. Including um, my two sisters, uh, Teresa and Maria, who are in the travel industry and run a uh, destination called Escape With Us Vacations. And uh, we're here to talk about coronavirus, traveling. Um, we're going to have a whole docket of things to talk about today. So uh, we appreciate you sticking with us. And sorry, we can't keep you in person, but we'll have to figure mm -hmm. something else out down the road here to uh, broadcast uh, yes. Mame Dog will be in charge of that. Mamie will be in charge. Why do of, I have to be in charge of that? I don't know. You're, you'll be pretty good at finding the right spot. All right, Nordstrom, we're coming no. for you. <laughs> all right, that's where it all starts. Technically, every podcast we do is a live podcast. That's true. Yep. It just depends on where they where they tune in. So uh, even Finley's here. with dog. Uh, Mom's holding Finley right now. I don't know how he's going to react to this uh, podcast. He's well, falling asleep. Eye, yeah, his eyes are like closing. Let's see if he makes noises. Put the microphone next to him. Finley, do you have anything to say? <laughs> Nobody likes dogs on podcasts. Nobody likes dogs on podcasts. This is the most people we've ever had on the podcast. It is. Our table is full. We've got yeah. uh, six, seven, eight, nine people and a dog. So we're good to go. Yes. So anyway, we appreciate your patience, and we love the fact, man, you got some social media coming back. Didn't you get some feedback? Or do you not have that um, ready right yeah. now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have it ready right okay. now, but I can just talk that we've had a lot of people were disappointed that the auto show was canceled but reached out, and they were happy that we actually are – broadcasting today is that yes. the correct recording today um and then we did have some reviews but maybe we'll save those for next week because we've got a pretty packed show today mm -hmm. okay that sounds like a plan we we did i was surprised how long it took for the auto show to get canceled i was pretty much waiting all week watching the twitter because uh, my thought was it's probably one of the first places that should have been shut down because it's everyone just walking around touching the same door handles it's well, and I'm still trying to fight that this isn't a big thing. Um, so I was holding out that it was not going to be you canceled. You do not respect the virus? This no. is the first year in like my entire life I've not been to the auto show, and it's kind of hitting hard. We actually did have a listener say that it she was heart. sorry that we had to break our family tradition this year. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. Yep. It's true, but we did have some other big things happen this week. Claren, maybe you want to touch on the strike a little bit? Ooh. Yeah, Gabe has been anti. Um, St. Paul Public Schools, we were on strike, the teachers, this week for from Tuesday um, to Thursday, and then they made a deal late Thursday night into Friday morning. So we were back at work 
uh, Friday at one o'clock. So it was definitely interesting. I it was not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I, the first day I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Um, but by the end of it, standing in the rain on Thursday morning outside of my school holding a sign and the chants. I did not chant, um, but can I we, did stand we, there like... Can we get a chant? Can we get one chant? Um, which one? <laughs> Show yeah. me what democracy looks like. <laughs> this is what democracy looks like. What? Yeah, it was so bad. I would stand there and I'd be like, "This, there's nothing worse than this. And I was out there one day with like... A rain jacket that matched my shoes, and everyone's like, oh, why do you look so cute? You look so cute. And I'm like, I don't want to be here. I'm trying to have some kind of positive attitude. It's just hard, but I'm glad that it's over with. But now the governor announced today that um, all K-12 through schools will be closed March 18th through the 27th, Yep. So, which is crazy, too. A lot's mm-hmm. happened my first year of teaching. Yeah, yeah. it has. <laughs> then just the other big thing that we had happen this week, Gabe has something to say. Oh, yeah. Oh. I uh, got my permit. Yeah. So. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Stay off the road. Oh, Gabe's got his Gabe. permit. I'm Gabe. actually already the best driver in the family. He's oh. actually very good. Yep. Very good. I can attest he is very good. I'm mm-hmm. for sure better than McLaren. We should have a race. It's not hard to be better. False. Black Bear. All right. Anything else? Check in. Um, Matthew's home from Mexico. Yep. He came home from Mexico to do the auto show. Yes. But clearly that didn't happen. But Boston's been pr- hit pretty hard with the coronavirus. Yeah. So him and Haley decided, eh, let's not go back to Boston. Haley can work remotely. Um, her yep. her Wayfair office is closed, I believe. Haley just got some notifications, too, that pretty much all the restaurants in Boston are shutting down. Voluntarily, they don't have to, but apparently all of them are. Well, they have like a lot of places are getting to go stuff ready where their restaurant like seats oh, nice. might close, but you can still order food. I'd be in on that. Even can you take beer? Like, Punch is set up now online so you can order Punch online and take it to go because of well, Corona. I work part time at a restaurant and we are definitely. The to-go orders have been huge, way up. Yeah, which is, I mean, I get it. However, you still have cooks cooking your food, right? So. Yeah, right. Yeah. And <laughs> as, as far as the service industry, your, I mean, tips are key. And if you're getting a to-go, they might give you a two, three bucks, maybe five bucks. It's different from that hundred-dollar ticket you have, where you get a twenty-dollar tip right. or eighteen percent. Definitely. Shamrock um, has a six-dollar Red Bull drink bar. I just saw that today. All right. Well let's, let's go see. get lit. <laughs> uh, even 7.30, Boston Zone, Minnesota 7.30 Zone, Tavern. 7.30 Tavern. Yeah, we have n- I have not been uh, in a while. but I follow them on Instagram. Are they, are they remaining open? Uh, as, as of yesterday, anyway, or w- maybe that's changed now. But uh, next time we're out there, we have to. I promised the guys that we would go see. So yeah. I got my boy home for a week, but we'll get out there at 7.30 another it's time. great spot. Get your Minnesota that fix. and uh, the can tab right next door. And um, one uh, logistics issue: we are sitting again at our table at home, so if it sounds a little, we've got six microphones for nine people, so we're passing the mic a little bit here and there. So if it's not of the utmost highest broadcast quality as you are normally uh, um, uh, familiar with, uh, that's the reason that there's a little bit of jostling. In the Going back today. to the roots. Correct. And the other thing we should mention is we're not sure how long we're going to be 
doing it this way, and you might get a couple of past shows replayed. Um, Hubbard has said only essential employees are allowed into the building, and unfortunately, we haven't reached that yet. <laughs> I did um, deem us essential employees and was told <laughs> we are not. So Special yeah. dispensation. So it might be like this for a while. Yeah, and Teresa and Marie are bummed out because they wanted to go see the nice studios and hang yeah. out, and they thought they were going to be just kicking <laughs> back, and now they're here having a... True. Here, at true statement. Nothing. Uh, anything else for this past week in review from you guys? Gabe got his permit. Amy was on nope. strike. Sophia was... Living Sophia's life. Sophia had a couple of good nights out. Drinking water. Yep. Uh, not only water. What a week. Gabe, you can't <laughs> say that. Yeah. And uh, We're all mostly healthy, I think. Yeah, and again, you leaving, you guys not staying in Boston. Boston's being hit really hard, isn't it? It is. Yeah, some of the most in the country. And it's just packed with people, so I'm glad you guys are, are not there right now. That being said, I hope Brannick is hunkered down because yeah. he stayed. Best of luck, BD. He doesn't Come listen home. to this. So. Oh, he doesn't he? No. Okay, forget <laughs> it. We won't even talk oh. about it then. Shout out to Kaylee for coming home. Oh, Kaylee does listen. She listens. Uh, all right, well, let's get started. With Coronavirus uh, is crazy and it's shutting everything down the governor did just this sunday morning when we we're recording uh canceled all the schools as mclaren just told you mm -hmm. so that really changes a lot um i think two weeks ago or a week ago maybe it was last week when we were talking about this uh, you guys were not as concerned the, the kids were concerned but i think mom and i had a greater concern about yes this is pretty serious have you guys changed your opinion or what do you what do you think, McLaren? I'm still not concerned. I'm still gonna live my life. I'm still going to Nashville, whether others freak out about it or not. Sophia and I will be there. Um, yeah, I'm not really that concerned. Just wash your hands. Haley, are you concerned at all? Yes, a little bit. For the old people. Because they're the ones who are gonna get it. Yeah, no, and I will say it's been really weird because I haven't been able to see my mom now since last Wednesday, I think they came out with, or maybe Tuesday. Um, so that's really weird. Not really that she would know if, you know, yeah. we've been there or not, but I still feel very odd about not going to see her. It just seems so wrong. Well, and it's so sad, even though she's not in the best state of mind, like, can you imagine just sitting in old folks home are old folks homes are already depressing and then no one's going there. Could you just imagine? And all of their regular activities are canceled. They're not doing anything. Um, they've got, in their email, they said they've got employees making sure that they're visiting each room on a regular basis and going in and talking one-on-one -on -one with the residents so they're getting some interaction. She's in a very small memory care unit. So I'm sure as a unit, you know, it's not that many people, so they'll still have them out in the common area. But some of the larger areas, I'm sure they're confined to their rooms. And, you know, nice. thank God they don't have the virus, but they do have influenza in the building. So I don't know mm. if, if that's playing a role, but it, it's kind of scary. Yeah, very scary. Well, but it has caused uh, plane tickets and, f and flights and all that stuff, prices to plummet. So I know I know Haley has taken advantage of some of these prices. Good. Well, now with me being off school. Yep. <laughs> <What did you laughs> We're planning a trip. Let's go. What did you scoop up? A fifty dollar round trip to Florida. And that was on Delta, right? Delta. Oh, wow. Yep. That's yep. really good. Uh, For a week. Well, it t you take the good with the yep. bad, and um, 
From Boston, though. You got to go to Boston first. We got to go to Boston, then fly down? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. That 50 bucks, that's not bad at all. Some kid well, I go to school with got his cruise canceled because one of the cruise ship they were going on was the quarantined one. <laughs> so they got a trip princess. to Puerto Rico instead. Oh, my God. Diamond princess? Is that uh, what the... Well, I'm glad that this morning we have some travel experts. Um, me working at the airport, I haven't seen any changes, but I know that flight loads are a lot lighter toward the end of the month. Uh, they're really light at the end of uh, um, March. So that being said, you two are here, Teresa and Maria, with uh, Escape With Us Vacations based in uh, downtown St. Paul. Uh, they're available. You can give all your social media stuff out. You get the free plug here, and I'm sure the, the Table Talk listeners will always use mm -hmm. you uh, for their future travels. Yes. First of all, the importance of a travel agent. You both sent out, and Andrea, your, your other business partner, sent out a note earlier this week talking about the importance of a travel agency. I piggyback that on saying Travelocity orbits, they're going to give you a good deal, but there's no Mr. Orbits or Mr. Travelocity to call. So the importance of a travel agent, number one, before we talk about the current state of travel. The main benefit I truly believe that we can bring, not just in most often saving money for our clients, but is immediate access to us. Not only um, during the whole booking process, it's not just about taking your money and the transaction is over for us. It's about the entire transaction all the way through return of your trip should you have had experienced anything that wasn't 100% to your liking or um, some suggestions for future. Um, all the way through the end of your trip, we are there for you. And for us, it's more of a relationship that we form with our clients. So um, now, especially more than ever, is when we are there for our clients and they have immediate access to us. It's not a two or three hour hold time. It's not getting back email responses that our phones are too busy and call back when it's necessary. It's um, that we are working tirelessly, actually, day and night. Bangs under our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we can see that today. <laughs> yeah, and just, you know, it's, it's, I think the difficult thing right now is trying to figure out fact from fiction. And, you know, social media is great for looking at pictures of cute babies and puppies and kittens, but in times like this, I think social media can create a lot of fear mm -hmm. um, with the general public, and then it's really hard to decipher fact from fiction, and when you have an upcoming travel, especially now, Maria can talk a little bit more about um, the upcoming spring break groups that we have, and just the massive amounts of what-ifs that we're getting, and so... Um, it's not about talking people into travel. It's about giving them the facts and um, directions so that they can make the decision that works best for their family. Teresa, yeah, and uh, if I may interrupt, I'm sorry, Maria. How, how long have you been in the travel industry, Teresa Williams? Well, I mean, I don't want to date myself here, but um, <laughs> from in every all different aspects, probably 31 years. Okay, so you got some street creds, Maria Anderson. 20 years for me. 20 years, yeah. 50 combined. You guys are old. Wow. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Maria, I interrupted you. Go ahead. One of the really frustrating things about 
the media and and the headlines that people are seeing on social media, as well as really credible news sources, is that headlines have not become, this is what's happening, this is what has happened. Headlines have now become, this may happen, this might happen. People are considering this. And people take that as, this is going to happen. And when you say, this might happen, this may happen, people are considering this, um, well, that's life. I mean, yeah, obviously we're all thinking about different things and, and weighing different options. But when people see a headline saying, um, you know, the border may be closed, all of a sudden the border's closed. And that's not the case, you know. So we just have to kind of take a breath and um, really think about what's the next step if that happened. And that's why we are here because we are in constant contact with the airlines, with the resorts, with the tour operators, and our email boxes are full, trust me, of, um, of all the updates. So um, that's where we are. It's hard for us right now, but our clients don't have to do that because we're doing it for them. You know, they don't have to sit on hold for four hours because we're sitting on hold for four hours. You have to use and the same number that... <laughs> they ha or tell me there's a special bat In general, line. there's d there's different numbers for travel agents, okay. but there are also travel agents all over the world that are using these right. numbers. That's so true. we're pretty much in the same <laughs> boat. True. It's just that you get to go sit at Caribou and have a coffee while we're on hold with, mm -hmm. you know. Yikes. And is there, a, um, is there a panic for current travel, or is there a panic for... Um, I'm booking my summer flight to uh, the... Right now, it's current travel. So I've got a big group that's traveling this coming week to yep. Mexico, and then I have another big group that's going um, in the first week of April. So, um, you know, the tour operators have told us, can you please just only ask us about the next... people traveling in the next three or four days? Mm -hmm. Because that will reduce the hold times. That's hard because our clients that are traveling want their answer now, you know, mm -hmm. so we have to kind of sift through that. But um, I had a meeting yesterday with a lot of the parents from my group that's traveling this week, and I just, you know, I said I'll be at, at the coffee shop, show up, and we'll talk and talk through your questions and concerns, and I'll answer as honestly as I can. And I, it was very positive. Um, people are not, they don't seem to be afraid of getting sick because there's insurance for that, and mm -hmm. it's actually very inexpensive. Um, they're afraid of the border getting shut down. Mm -hmm. okay. And um, so actually for this group that's traveling this week, I took the sacrifice upon myself, and I said, I will accompany you oh boy, huh? to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and you, um, need, you need more help yeah. because that don't work. <laughs> Um, so and I said, actually, it was a rock, paper, scissors to see who actually <laughs> went with them. It wasn't that. We didn't all just give in that easily. Who would have to risk their life. Right. But And, and I joke because hopefully everything will be fine, and then it would kind of turn into a vacation for me. But what I wanted them to know is that if anything should happen and you need to get home, I'm going to be there with you helping you get home, and then I'll have my coworkers back in the office, and we'll be working together so that you can try and enjoy the rest of your vacation, and I'll get you home. Right. So oh, that's, that's you know, that's kind of the level of, I guess, commitment that we have to our clients because we, we really care. Well, and you but guys, uh, Haley and Matthew, coming back from uh, Puerto Vallarta, mm -hmm. what was your experience with 
Was there widespread panic? Did you feel safe? Did you feel any uneasiness spending a week there? No, down in Mexico is as, as chill as ever. It's an absolute blast. Paradise. Uh, n- no mention of it at all. No one cares at whether we were on a resort and we, we left the resort quite a bit too. Wait, did, did you see any local television or any news at all while you were there? No, not really. So you didn't seek out any information. So you really can't We didn't say go out of our way to were look. Were they saying things or not? But at the hotel, there was no like, wash your hands, COVID-19, no nothing. No, okay. no. They, were, they didn't take any sort of extra precautions. They didn't have anything that was, I mean, it was just going about like normal life. So, And then back to you guys, Teresa and Maria, are they, are the, the groups that are going, what is their main concern? Not getting sick or is it just getting back? It's just getting back. They it's think just, they're going to close the... They're afraid that the border is going to get closed or the airlines are going to shut down. And they're afraid they're going to be stranded in destination. Okay. Which, to my knowledge, not one pers- American, I should say, has been stranded anywhere around the world. I mean, they definitely are taking precautions, and especially for Europe travel... Um, They are flying back to the United States. They're being routed to one of 13 airports in the States, Mm -hmm. go through customs. Um, And then there is a screening that is taking an awful long time. But um, it's it's a screening where you're asked questions about your health history, the countries you've visited. Um, Some are, um, you know, they're randomly taking temperatures and then taking each individual's um, contact information for future, and then they are asking them to do a Mm -hmm. self-quarantine. Also, I'd like to add that currently um, Cabo, San Lucas, as well as um, Cancun, Riviera Maya are coronavirus-free. And um, the virus actually cannot live in, in hot weather. So I think that didn't know that. that All right, yeah, Let's go. <laughs> Let's seals the deal, you know. And as in Minnesota, as we're seeing a rise in cases, um, personally, I feel like it's a kind of a good time to get out of here and go somewhere warm, and breathe in the fresh air. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm very positive about it. I'm very hopeful that um, that travel will continue. And um, per, I I just don't think I know. Yesterday, some news came out that. The one of the Mexican uh, government officials was talks. I think a reporter actually asked him about closing the border to American citizens coming in, and he said they are, you know, talking about that as an option. Which I personally, is the northern border, right? Is what they're talking about when they talk about closing the Mexican border, mm-hmm. it's the northern border that is, you know, if you were coming from Cancun or Cabo and Puerto Vallarta and stopped uh, somewhere inside Mexico and then walked across the border. That's the border that they're sure. talking of. It's At this point, there has been no conversations about closing any of the resort towns to tourists. And in fact, um, it was kind of fun this week in addition to taking calls from clients that had questions about changing or canceling their trips. I had um, several different um, clients that are already in Mexico that called to take advantage of the waivers and extend their stay yeah. in Cancun. Oh. So, <laughs> you so, uh, have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that was an option. Haley well, was yeah, especially as, I mean, people are being told they have to work remotely and people are told they have to go to school remotely. So why not just 
do that while you're down there. I mean, it's you've got your laptop and do your work in the morning and then go oh, out to the beach. and then just sit by the pool. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I can help you if you need <laughs> I got my passport. Right. Tequila kills a lot of germs. It's <laughs> a good thing your strike is over. A um, little bit of housekeeping here. Gabe is taking off with Sophia. He's going to go, what are you going to go, Gabe? Skeet shooting? Trap shooting. Trap shooting. Same thing. Uh, with oh. one of his buddies. And so Sophia is going to take him to his location. So you may have heard some uh, some wrestling of commotion. Oops, commotion, yeah. So uh, yeah. good luck, Gabe. Um Okay, so what's next for you guys? You should give out your information, how people can get a hold of you, podcast listeners, to Table Talk, to Garage Logic. They are as loyal as can be, and if I know that if they are going to travel somewhere, and I know that some have already used you guys, that they are going to, uh, they're very loyal. So go ahead and give out your information. Excellent. Um, Don't expect the phone to be ringing off the hook yeah. here. But <laughs> Our website is wah, 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 <laughs> escapewithusvacations.com. Um, email is travel at escapewithusvacations.com, and that is with an S. Um, 651-788-4338 is our phone number. Take advantage of low prices. Yeah, seriously. I have a question. So if people are choosing to cancel their trip or they're too nervous to go, are they just completely canceling, or are they trying to reschedule for a later date? It's more... Um, that is kind of the frustrating part and why airline hold times are so long and why it is difficult to get um, in touch with some agencies or maybe your agent individual. Um, we're kind of, we have to prioritize. So the ones that we have to work on that day are the ones obviously with travel coming up in the next few days. Um, and so much of it is a case-by-case -case basis because it depends on you know, did they have a package? Is it an airline ticket only? Was it a cruise? Did they what book a non-refundable rate initially? Right. Which, in that case, you know, a lot of the resorts are allowing them to postpone their trip, but they're sure. not going to be getting a full refund. So right. there's there's a lot of legalese that goes into you know. Then the if different you tell someone that, are they like taking that out on you guys? Like, do they get mad at you, and then you've got to try to defuse the situation? Um, I think there's frust I would say frustration more than anger okay. um, we offer every single person that purchases any kind of travel um, we encourage travel protection mm -hmm. and there are several different types of travel protection some you can cancel your trip for any reason right up until they close the aircraft door and receive all of your money back nice. less insurance um, which is probably the main one that we sell. So um, the smart people, I guess, that have <laughs> taken our advice and purchased travel protection, it's, pr uh, you know, it's a real easy way to go about canceling or postponing anything, but it's the people that decline travel protection. You know, it's kind of like mm. car insurance where you don't have car insurance and then you get in an accident and then you say, oh, wait, can I get... Mm -hmm. car insurance it, you know yeah. it, it doesn't work that <laughs> no. way so it's you know travel protection is one of those things that when you're kind of tapping out your trip budget in the beginning it's like oh no we're gonna go anyway we don't want to spend an extra four hundred dollars you know yeah. but it's probably the best we get a lot of that oh no we're going we're going no matter what we don't need insurance all right mm -hmm. you know <laughs> and coronavirus yeah. hits. right oh. yeah 
Um, We're losing a couple of oh, members yeah. here. Oh, you did yeah. that yeah, already? Yeah, I, just, I, yep. I was getting him out the door, but you might hear our dog barking in the background yeah. because he is currently attacking Sophia <laughs> as she's trying to leave because she has fuzzy slippers on. So <laughs> right. he wants those. Uh, you guys, uh, we can come back to Corona if you guys have anything else or travel stuff, but I wanted to talk to you. Um, this year, this past year, you went over to Poland. Yes. And uh, I just wanted to hear uh, or let listeners uh, know your thoughts on uh, visiting Poland. I, I It was amazing. I, it was so surprising to me. Um, and I'm not as big of a history buff as you and Maria are, but... It's really interesting when you go back to somewhere that is your roots, I guess, and um, just the feeling, that how it feels like just to walk the ground that your ancestors walked and um, see where they grew up and experience the foods that they ate. And, you know, it was, it was really very, very special. Um, not to mention, it was so inexpensive. Oh my I gosh, yeah. was so surprised at just how inexpensive not only the lodging was, but the food was, and anything, mm-hmm. anything we wanted to do, the um, different experiences that we did. Um, and it's a great place to Christmas shop, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, we were there <laughs> at the end of November, so it w- they were getting ready for the Christmas markets. They weren't all um, in full force yet, but... Uh, they were preparing, and that I would love to go back during that time, you know, early December. And it's it was like what thirty five, forty degrees, yes. so it was totally manageable. It wasn't you know warm by any means, but yeah. it was nice. Spring in Minnesota weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. we were comfortable. <laughs> right. There's nothing worse than being in Europe when it is hot, blistering. Yeah, I'd heat. rather have it be thirty five or forty versus like. I don't know 80s. anything about that. Yeah. When people th- think about going over to Europe, you know, traditionally you think of. Paris or London or Italy, um, but Poland is an excellent option. I guess before I went, I had it in my head of like black and white, like everything's in black and white. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Dave and Sophia were like, "We're never going there. It's depressing." It's like a cold cold war. They they see World War II. The Cold War, World War II is still going on. And it's so the opposite of that. It is so colorful and beautiful, and I mean. Well, and I thought it was Poland. It's one place, you know, like there you're going to St. Paul, but not even thinking, I guess, I don't know why, but that it's an actual country and each <laughs> city felt different than a, the other city. And there, there was so many different places to take advantage of and mm. each city did have a different feel, you know, kind of like it is. In the states, right. but mm-hmm. it's it's weird to think of. You know, I always think of Europe as like the states. You know, because every it's so dense right. and everything's, yep. You know, so easily accessed from one country to the next. It's it was really fun to see all of the different flavors that Poland had to offer too. And we also were lucky enough to be able to travel in between cities on a bus, a small bus. But um, we got to see the countryside, too, and mm-hmm. stop in a couple remote castles that I think a lot yeah. of people might miss if they just flew mm-hmm. from city to city. So mm-hmm. that was really yeah. neat. And churches, beautiful, beautiful churches. Yeah. We're not really museum people, so we didn't hit anything like that. But we, we went to s- we actually stayed in overnight in a couple castles, so that was cool. So cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
It was. We were hosted by the Polish Tourism Board. So we did have, um, did do some really special things. And, um, but special things that we now know about that can offer to our mm -hmm. clients that want to experience it. So things that you might not have thought about, like staying in an actual castle and um, just the different um, places that there were to go and things that were to do off the beaten path that were not like huge tourist attractions, but now um, we're hoping that they may yeah. be. Which not only was it fun to do stuff like that, but like you mentioned the historical piece of it, things that I never knew. For instance, one of the castles that we stayed in, um, gorgeous castle, and it's been rebuilt, not rebuilt, but refurbished like the first three stories because the Nazis took it over. And they destroyed the entire castle. And not only that, but then they made um, Polish and Jewish prisoners dig tunnels underneath the castle. So we were able to go underneath the castle, explore these tunnels, which were big enough for a train to pass through because oh. that, oh that was going to be one of their escape routes. Yeah. Um, so we went down there. I mean, we had to walk down stairs and stairs and stairs. But it, it was... Very cool. Not only is it, it's just very meaningful, you know, to, to think about the, the poor people that they tortured, basically, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. And, yeah. and to walk those kind of sacred grounds. Yeah. Um, so the first three, three floors of this castle have been refurbished, but then we went up on the fourth and fifth floor, and they're just absolutely decimated. And so that's oh the condition that, the, that they left this castle. We, we had a similar thing when we went to Europe at the start of last summer. Uh, me, McLaren, and Haley. We went to a vineyard in Italy. Where was it? Outside of Rome. Uh, and in the vineyard, oh, yeah. they had these... McLaren doesn't remember, apparently. <laughs> like, wait, I, I guess what? she enjoyed the vineyard a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It really yeah. touched right. her heart. Yeah. Uh, but underneath one of the buildings, they had a, a tunnel that was basically hand-dug, and they, it's where they used to store all the wine, and there's tunnels down there, and so they bring you in for a tour of it. Uh, but then they would sh they showed us a few. Uh, they basically built into the ceiling. They built additional tunnels because when the Nazis came, they needed to one. They wanted to hide the wine because they were gonna. The Nazis would steal all the wine, so they hid a bunch of jugs of wine up in the ceiling. But then they also hid a bunch of Jewish people from their town, and oh so wow. it was cool to get the tool. The the tool. The tool. The tour of these tunnels where they, they hid people and then also the wine and they were all excited that they didn't get all the wine. Yeah, they, they like got defeated to keep, yeah. the Nazis when <laughs> they came because the yeah. Nazis raided this little town. Yeah, but it was very cool. It's a similar thing where... It, yeah. yeah. I it's bet the people they hid were very happy too. Yeah, you know? yeah they're hiding with <laughs> jugs of wine. Yeah, yes. it was cool though. And then you uh, also visited um, the Holocaust. You had uh, an experience there. Describe that without crying, please. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was, um, well, we were blessed because the Polish Tourism Board also um, set up a tour for us where we went through a, a normal tour of Auschwitz is, um, you know, three hours, or if you want to do Auschwitz one and Auschwitz two, it's, you know, three hours here and maybe an hour there. We did an eight-hour tour with uh, an actual historian who... Um, I mean, it was so emotional. It, I've never... Well, we had tears before we even started the tour. I mean, yeah. just walking How just do you, in the parking lot. you pull up, lot. you're like, yeah. okay, this yeah. happened. It, it's just 
It's so unbelievable. It's it's kind of like um, Pearl Harbor to me. What you know when you go to Pearl Harbor and go out to the memorial, it, they don't say that you can't speak, but nobody speaks because it's like you're in you're on holy ground. Yeah. It's and that's kind of how it was at every step. You know, before you even walked into the camp, it it just felt like such a holy place and. It just, it's so hard to describe, but it's something that everybody should experience because I cannot believe that anybody survived for more than no. an hour. No. It, Haley, have you been there? Yeah, I went a couple years ago when I was studying abroad too. I did like the normal tour, but it was still great. I mean, it obviously sad, but when I went, it was super rainy, oh, super cool. just depressing out, and it was silent. Just everyone was silent. Mm -hmm. And they had the tons of different rooms with shoes, hair, yeah. everything. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, it's yeah. very special to be able to go there, but it really gives you perspective. That's what really got to me um, touring the, the original Auschwitz where they had all, all of the belongings of some of the prisoners. Because I had never really thought of it, even when you look at pictures um, of, of some of the Jewish people getting on the train or coming off the train, a lot of them were carrying like a sack of yeah. stuff yeah. because they thought that they were mm -hmm. go just going to live in like a village together. So while they couldn't bring a lot of stuff, they brought what they thought would be essential to just their lives there. Um, combs, brushes, shoe polish. I mean, they brought shoe polish, you know? Mm -hmm. That's so heartbreaking. They didn't know what they were in for. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, it was all just stripped from them. And, and it was like, that, that hit me. I had never thought of that before. Or when you walked through and saw the room that has the shoes um, and their bags where they told them, you know, the, the Nazis didn't want to create any hysteria. So as as much as like when they walked into the gas chambers, they thought they were going to take showers. So they actually handed them a towel and a bar of soap on their way into the gas chambers. Mm. So they had no idea even at that moment what they were walking into. But to see the suitcases, you know, they had them write their names and their birth date on their suitcase so that when they came out of the gas chambers, well, when they came out of the shower, mm -hmm they could then, it would be easier for them to find their bags. So they also innocently wrote their names and their birth dates on their bags and to see their bags with their names and birth dates, it is, was heartbreaking. Wow, it's blood. just, it, you just, it puts a face to, and it makes the whole historical, all the, all the stories that you've heard or the books that you've read, you know, like about so many things in history. It just makes it so real, and you can see the actual people that, yeah. and how horrible it was, and the, just their, the bunks that they lived in, and, you know, for the, for the ones that weren't immediately sent to the gas chambers that they kept as prisoners. It, it's just amazing to me, and I... It's really bizarre, too, because the block that was for the children excuse me it looked like every other block that the adults lived in except there's this weird cartoon there's these two weird like an artist made a little cartoon of you know kids going to school and on the wall on, oh. yeah like when you first walk in and it's still there and it's like oh, you thought that weird. was gonna what 
comfort feel better. Right. Like oh, that's just crazy. Bizarre. That's one thing that uh, you know people don't even re- the separation and th- what your mind is going through when they're separated or you know um, the one you know some of those kids I never saw my mom again right I never saw my dad and that was mm-hmm. that was it and then uh, you know they come back or they which get is out of true they were separated at the at the gate you know they would get off the trains and they would s- all stand in a big line and they're was a doctor that would determine which ones would go straight to the gas chambers, and if you were male, you went left. You know, you went left. If you were female, you went right. And they were completely separated. And then there were separate b- bunks for the kids. And the bunks, when we were there, it was November and it was cold. And side note, Maria told me it was warm that day, so <laughs> I didn't have a warm coat. Not how it went down, <laughs> but we can talk about that later. But I, I think that might have been God, though, telling us, you know, to experience Suck it, it a little a bit day. better yeah. where, you know, we were freezing. But And the floors were dirt floor, and they were prisoners at that time of year that we were there. And they had slippers and... Uh, Bad pajamas. Yes. Nothing. Yeah, they yeah. had nothing. Oh. I just, it's it's so inhumane, the whole thing. It's just, it's still mind-boggling that it could have ever Gone happened. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, now that you've brought us down quite a bit, yeah. did you want to add? Is Birkenau different from Auschwitz? So that was the other thing that I learned. Auschwitz one was um, like an, a military camp, basically, mm-hmm. that they, then they turned that into for prisoners. And they quickly, I think as they developed their plan of what they wanted to do with the Jewish people and the other prisoners, um, realized they needed something else. Yeah. So Birkenau is Auschwitz II. They're the oh, same. Okay. Auschwitz II right. is Birkenau, and it's about, what, five miles mm-hmm. from Auschwitz I? And that was specifically built for as a prisoner camp. Okay. By so prisoners. Sure. So yeah. That, yeah. And that had two gas chambers. Mm-hmm. Where Auschwitz one just had a smaller one, but th- but uh, Birkenau has two had two big. Do you go in the gas chambers when you're there? The first one, yeah, oh. yeah. The the two at Birkenau were um, pretty much destroyed by the Nazis when they realized that they were losing the fight. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to get rid of the evidence of what they did, but they had to take off. So it's still like it's like the remains like of in the rubble. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like the rubble. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. right. But the f- first one is still existing, and we My did gosh. go in. I don't want to change the subject off if anybody has any other questions about. I was going to say on a on a lighter note, do you just eat like sausages and mashed potatoes in Poland? Because that's what I would imagine. It, it was actually <laughs> I was real glad to come back to America <laughs> and eat a hamburger and Boiled fries. Ham. She's not really a potato and sausage. It was all yeah. just pierogies, dumplings <laughs> that yeah. I don't even know what was in them. Some of them kind of looked like cat food, you know. Uh, no, but that's not. It was good though, and I think because the tourism board was was trying to show us authenticity authentic everywhere we went we pretty much had the same meal so <laughs> yeah. you know if you go on your own you'd have a, a little more variety honestly <laughs> yeah if i'm going there I, I sort of expect to eat sausage and mashed potatoes like the whole time <laughs> more pierogi please yeah. more pierogi I'm okay with what about the deuce john paul did you uh oh. I was like, what the deuce? Yeah. I'm not <laughs> familiar you with. You have to do after uh, eating yeah. Polish food. Yes. <laughs> mm. they, they have a lot of memorabilia about him everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, he he is very well rep, 
represented yeah. still to this day, as as he should be. But I think the Polish people remain very proud of him, and um, he is he is a big focus of a lot of the memorabilia and the different markets mm-hmm. and the. Um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of artwork of him in the churches and you know different little. Is it, is it good stuff? Or is it like he's got the bad nose? Or <laughs> no, no, you know, it's good. Amateur did a, <laughs> did a picture of him and like, oh, that doesn't really look like him. No, the churches are beautiful. What's his name? Carol. Carol Watoya. Yeah, he was the bishop arch or bishop of Krakow. Was he? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Krakow. Very cool. So you guys book things to Europe too, though? Yes, we okay. saw the world. We saw yeah. everything. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, what else did I? Have? Any other questions about uh, Europe, Poland? We were going to try to make the trip, but I don't know if it's going to happen for us. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Well, let's just you know, you might might get something cheap out yeah, of it. Well, that's true too. We might. Uh, <laughs> that's wait a, a minute. <laughs> we're talking. Well, I was saying yesterday because we did. We all graduated. Me, Matthew, and Haley at the same time, and went on a little Europe tour last summer. And it hit me the other day that. I don't get to do that this summer, and I actually got sad. I was like, oh, I don't get to go mess around in Europe for a few weeks. But now, wait, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Depends well, on how the, how long this whole thing lasts. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the airlines, I know um, the, the major ones in particular, um, if you book a ticket, an airline ticket in the month of March, that you can change it. Um, all the way through January or February, I think, of 2021, wow. and you are not charged any um, change fees. Now, if you book something that's more expensive, you know, if you book a $200 ticket and change it to something that's 400 you do have to pay the Difference. new yeah. fare, sure. but you do right. you are not charged any change fees, um, and I believe that you can cancel it, too, and get a refund. So I think it's just Good a way for know. them too to, you know, throughout all of this, we forget the trickle down effect that um, this has, and the travel industry as a whole, you know, from every aspect, you know, travel agencies, hotels, cruise ships, um, you know, all the way down to housekeeping. The trickle down effect that this has on tourism as a whole is the scary part, at least for for a lot of people in the industry. So I think it's important to have a focus on future travel, too, that um, there is going to be a time that we will all bounce back, and this won't be, you know, hopefully it will be very quickly a memory that we look back on, not with so much fondness. But, um, you know, so it's important, too, to think of that time and take advantage if there are some good deals or if there's a place that you have always wanted to visit, even domestically. You know, we try, and there's so many great places in the U.S. to visit. Like, we try and find one city that we haven't visited. Mm-hmm. And it, even if it's just for a weekend getaway and just to experience another state in our own country. So it's important to note that you can take advantage of doing some future travel bookings now and we we would love to assist with that this as thing, well this will this will end at some point here so and with all the self-quarantine you're going to wish you would have booked a vacation after it yeah. well yeah. one i'm <laughs> sitting here my mind's like all right i just was told schools are closing i want to go on vacation but second you brought up cruises do you have any clients that had cruises booked because i feel like that Yikes. got hit really hard really quickly it did get hit hard quickly and um, most of those people 
um, changed to an all-inclusive destination like Mexico or somewhere in the Caribbean. And then the others received a future cruise certificate that they can postpone their cruise for a later time. are, are they, like, completely shut down? Like, there are no cruises leaving? Or are people still going on cruises? Or Most do you not of know? the major lines have um, canceled for 30 to 60 days okay. right now. It's unbelievable. Um, and, you know, I, talking about the trickle-down effect, I'm super impressed with, um, you know, some of the NBA owners and players that are mm-hmm. donating money to the, the hourly arena workers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really wish that people would uh, consider doing that to the cruise um, employees. I don't know how much cruising people have done, but the people that work on cruise ships are from all over the world, not very many from the U.S. Mostly they're from you know small countries, and they live on the cruise ship and work for six months to a year without a break. And then they send that money home to their families that have next to nothing. And I'm really worried about these um, workers. I'm hoping that the cruise lines will take care of them. Uh, they need they need our support. So s- somehow, some way, you know, if anyone has mm-hmm. wants to contribute during this time, I think you know that would be an excellent. I, way also, to I just want to piggyback on that and say the same goes for charities. This is a huge time of year when people are doing a lot of fundraising for their charities. Um, and unfortunately, they are all being canceled. Um, cystic fibrosis being one of them uh, recently had to cancel their you know huge fundra- fundraiser here locally where they make hundreds of thousands of dollars. So if people still want to um, think about that and send you know your favorite charity, uh, you know f- five, ten dollars makes yeah. a difference. Every penny makes a difference. The other thing too is uh, the restaurant industry. Right now, go buy a gift card. Uh, it's not going to help the wait staff, but it's going to help that the, the small business restaurant owner at least have some kind of inf- influx of cash. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're going to go use it after everything's fine and dandy. That's great. But at least, you know, even if you buy a $25 gift card here at a couple of different places or 50 whatever it is, uh, that is going to help. It's, mm-hmm. it's a really, it's a crazy time. And so many industries right now are, Except the toilet paper industry. Yeah. 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 Oh. And pork and Florence, beans. Purell, uh, the pork uh, and bean aisle was empty yesterday. <laughs> I am just floored I, I have to that. admit, we kind of have a lot of beans. <laughs> and not enough toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, and I don't, I'm not panicked. I mean, we, um, you know, we went out to eat last night and uh, Matthew came home and we ran right over to B-52s because that was his favorite restaurant. Heck yeah. Um, and you could see, you know, she said, one of the, the owner's wife said, we're supposed to be really busy. This is St. Patrick's Day weekend. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be. It was full, but it wasn't, you know, usually you're there, you're going to wait 15 to 20 minutes. And uh, she happens to also work for another airline and she said their airlines are... Uh, uh, way down, seventy well, percent. Yeah, she gave the statistic that after nine eleven, it. What did she use? It was down forty percent. Yeah. demand was down forty yeah. percent for airline tickets. And now with coronavirus, it's down seventy percent. Which is just crazy. Well, that was the whatever airline she works for. That's the stat they shared with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's based out of Chicago. And if you want to help me at all, please let me know if you find any sports on television. <laughs> <laughs> Send them my way. That that being said, people are still currently selling their houses, which yes. Matthew's seeing a boom. 
Wow. So yeah, my business has taken off with Corona, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's housing market is not slowing down right now. Well, Maybe plus they don't want to go to the open house. So they're just looking at it virtually, Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> the, the pictures oh, and videos yeah. and 3D tours, everything that we do is... Do you promote your site to listeners? No. No. Not can't really, really do much no for reason. them right now. Okay. No, I didn't know. If they, if they wanted to know what he does, okay. No. Nah. Um, ladies, will you please promote your business so people can uh, use you again? Escape with us vacations. We are located downtown St. Paul across the street from Mears Park. Um, www.escapewithusvacations.com. Travel at escapewithusvacations.com. 651-788-4338. Beautiful. Thank you. Very nice. And how do we promote our own... Um, you can find us Social on I, I don't I don't do this uh, very often. It's uh, Facebook at the podcast family, or just look up Table Talk with Rookie's Family on pretty much any social yeah. media. Uh, Instagram at the podcast family, Twitter at the podcast fam. If you want to shoot us an email, it's the podcast family at gmail dot com. Yeah. Go and leave us a review on iTunes and a rating. It helps us boost and get new listeners. Hopefully, we'll be able to do a live podcast in in the future here. Once Corona leaves. Once Corona's done. And I will say that our last podcast that we had was our highest listened to episode ever. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I see that people are going back to listen to others. So we have a lot of new listeners. Um, we don't know where we're going to be next week, if we're going to be in the studio or sitting right yeah. here or replaying one of our... I think it would be fun or to in Mexico. our first one from October <laughs> Live podcast yeah. from Mexico. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's get on this. I yeah. like this idea. <laughs> this equipment will speak Spanish. Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate you sticking with us. Tell others. Uh, we're just going to inform and entertain you. We love doing it, and it's fun to have guests. So we'll probably check in with uh, Teresa and Maria uh, as the weeks go by, and this mm -hmm. either fades out, hopefully won't get worse, or stays the same. But Yeah. All right, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you're listening thank to Table you. Talk with Rookie's family. Ladies, thank you very much for yeah. being on. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and let's hope Gabe uh, is shooting them straight. Haley, thank you as well. Of course. Here's how high-tech we are. We're just... <laughs> we're going to let... Uh, Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. Take us out. Now we can sing to Gabe. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. Gabe, Gabe. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe.